The ETF Edge podcast is sponsored by Invesco QQQ, supporting the innovators changing the world. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Welcome to ETF Edge, the podcast. If you're looking to learn the latest insights on all things exchange-traded funds, you're in the right place. Every week, we're bringing you compelling interviews, thoughtful market analysis, and breaking down what it all means for investors. I'm Seema Modi, filling in for Bob Pisani. As investors look to navigate a rocky landscape for equities and the volatile bond market, today on the show, we'll discuss popular alternative sources of income with a special focus on dividend growth ETFs. Plus, the holiday shopping season is upon us. What does the road ahead for online retail look like in the face of high inflation? Here's my conversation with Todd Rosenbluth, head of research at Betify, along with Brian Geary, senior vice president at Amplify ETFs. Let's kick things off with Brian. Dividend growth ETFs, Brian, have certainly had big inflows this year, but not all are created equal. What sets Devo apart from other dividend growth products on the market? Yeah, that's right. Thanks, Steve. Thanks for having me on. So Devo is a core equity income solution. It's actively managed. Uh, it's comprised of a core group of 20 to 25 uh, blue chip, large cap, dividend paying stocks. An important point there, too, is these stocks have a history of dividend and earnings growth. Uh, but along with those uh, companies that are well known, people are familiar familiar with, uh, the portfolio manager, which is Capital Wealth product, they write uh, individual cover calls on individual stocks. And that's to help enhance the income and uh, mitigate some of the volatility. So. Uh, you have uh, really two sources of income, and I think that's what's really resonating with investors uh, this year, especially, uh, as you have to combine that dividend income along with the premium income from those cover call options. So we've seen, again, a lot of uh, interest in the form of inflows, but also performance. Uh, it's uh, really outperformed the S&P 500 as a, as a benchmark uh, year to date as well. So it kind of uh, adds not only that income potential, but it adds that uh, has that uh, total return uh, element as well to the portfolio. Okay, uh, makes sense. Todd, dividend growers seem like a surefire bet in this environment of higher rates and confusion over Fed policy. What do you like about this space right now, and what other products should investors look into? Well, at Vetify, we're hearing from advisors on a regular basis. We actually survey them to understand where they're looking for income. And they've consistently throughout 2022 cited both alternatives to traditional fixed income, including dividend income strategies, including covered call strategies. The Devo product that Brian's talking about is actually a combination of those two. So we are seeing strong interest in dividend ETFs like SCHD, which is the Schwab U.S. Dividend ETF. This looks like it's an index-based approach. It focuses on companies that have consistently raised their dividend and provides broad diversification. We've seen interest in higher dividend-yielding ETFs like VYM, which is the Vanguard High Dividend Yield ETF. But we've also seen interest in those covered call strategies. So Devo is one of them. JEPI, J-E-P-I, is another one. This is a J.P. Morgan equity premium income ETF. It invests in companies that by 
by the portfolio manager is relatively low risk, and then it adds an income component on top of it. And it's been one of the 10 most popular ETFs, Jeppy, in 2022. So we're seeing a broad range of products. But what's also interesting to us is we surveyed advisors more recently to understand how they're viewing dividend strategies. And instead of looking at it from an income component that they've historically done throughout 2022 in the rising rate environment, they're now looking for more growth from these strategies. So we expect at Vetify that we're going to see more interest in the dividend growth suite of products. So Wisdom Tree has a U.S. dividend growth ETF, DGRW. Vanguard has one, which is Vanguard Dividend Appreciation, VIG. We think we're going to see more interest in the growth side as opposed to the income side for dividend ETFs as we move into 2023. Got it. Growth over income. Very interesting. Let's move on, though. Tis the season for shopping. We've heard retailers like Target sound the alarm on holiday spending, forecasting a weaker holiday quarter ahead. And analysts are concerned another wave of cuts could be coming for retail earnings estimates, with inflation and higher gas prices causing consumers to be more selective about how and where they spend. Many are expecting the convenience of online shopping to win out over brick and mortar. A strong showing from Walmart this earnings season also suggesting Americans are more likely to prioritize spending on staples like groceries over discretionary items like clothing. And Goldman Sachs recently put out a note saying consumers are looking for value this season and are willing to trade down to find it. Brian, I want to bring you into the conversation. Amplify does run the largest online retail ETF out there, the Amplify iBuy ETF. That's the ETF took a beating over the last two years as brick-and-mortar stores reopen. But what are you expecting this year? Yeah, no, it's uh, as we come up to a big week this week, obviously, with Black Friday, with Cyber Monday. Uh, you know, the consumer, I think, with uh, inflation and uh, interest rates, and what's happening in the markets, there's there's obviously a concern. Uh, but when you look at the retail space overall, and then you slice it and look at online retail, we are expecting a continued uh, outperformance or record growth uh, in online specifically. I think there's gonna be a desire for uh, shoppers to uh, go out to brick and mortar stores more this year with the pandemic uh, kind of fading. Uh, so they're going to want to see the goods, touch, try them on, all that. And, but I think in the end, uh, their desire for deals and their price price consciousness uh, is going to win out. And that's where we think uh, the online story is going to continue to to show strength. So I think a lot of the companies uh, in our iBuy uh, ETF, have gotten uh, caught up in, in some of the growth sell-off, especially this year, uh, post-pandemic, post-2020. Uh, but the, the story holds, and I think the trend is is there, and I think shoppers' uh, habits have changed uh, permanently uh, from the pandemic. So you're going to see the volatility, the ups and downs, uh, but I think ultimately you're going to see stores, uh, companies uh, really pivot to online uh, brick and mortar, as you see, uh, they're growing their their online uh, infrastructure and presence, and uh, so we see it as a as a story that's gonna that's gonna be around for a long time. Uh, so we feel like it's positioned, like Todd was saying, some growth opportunities uh, coming out of of this year with the focus on income, which I think will continue. But we we believe that iBuy is is one of those that's that poised. Uh, 
you know, for some continued continued rally and growth opportunity as well. Speaking of growth opportunities, Todd, we've got Black Friday coming up in just a few days. What's your take on retail spending uh, this holiday season? Well, we'll see. But what, you know, what we tend to think of in the consumer space, consumer discretionary and the consumer discretionary ETF XLY uh, is the largest of those broad ETFs. People tend to think of the consumer being only tied to retail and Amazon is the largest holding in the XLY ETF. But you really need to understand that Tesla is a top holding. It's the second largest one. You've got companies like McDonald's and Starbucks that are more staple oriented consumer discretionary companies in the restaurant space. So a more targeted way of getting exposure is XRT. That's the Spider S&P Retail ETF, an equally weighted, primarily brick and mortar oriented ETF, holds companies like Macy's, holds The Gap, a broad range of these various retailers, not just only online, but primarily brick and mortar. This ETF XRT has seen strong inflows in the past month. We've seen more than $100 million flow into this ETF. It's now approaching again $500 million has become larger than some of the online retail peers that are out there. But Brian talked about iBuy. I think it just would be prudent to just say that's a strong ETF. It's equally weighted like the XRT ETF that I touched on. If you want a more concentrated approach into the heavyweights within that space, the ProShares online retail ETF, ONLN, is more concentrated in companies like Amazon and eBay. So two very interesting online retail-oriented ETFs. They perform differently because they're constructed differently. So it goes back to understanding what's inside an ETF and not just buying the ETF uh, based on its ticker or its name. That's all for ETF Edge today. I'm Seema Modi, filling in for Bob Asani. Thank you for tuning in to our ETF Edge podcast. And remember, you can find all of our shows on our website, etfedge.cnbc.com. Invesco QQQ believes new innovations create new opportunities. Become an agent of innovation. Invesco QQQ. Invesco Distributors, Inc.